Welcome back to Live to Tell the Tale. This is part two with Stephen K. Amos. And, so, and me. And Rob. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I leave wow. you guys to it? Peak. Co-host. <laughs> Dissed. Bloody hell. Finally getting my revenge, I Rob. I usually always do the intros. This is why I don't let Pete do it. Because <laughs> yeah. I won't even get it to be introduced. I will be excluded and exiled. Uh, finally. What's happening? So we left off last time with your story, Rob. Yep. Brilliant story. Thank you. I think, Stephen, you're going to take us away with your story, right? I've, blow I, us well, away, I'm, hopefully. I, I'm not sure it's going to blow you away, but my story um, is one I've never shared before because I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people may have experienced this. And the way I can only intro it is to say uh, uh, when you have been caught short. Okay. Do you know, you know what I'm yeah. on that? Yeah. 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 yeah, completely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I was doing a, well. a, a show in um the north of england somewhere mm-hmm. and for some reason i decided to drive back to london so it's mm-hmm. like half 11 at night or whatever and i'm speeding it down the motor having a great time and then suddenly ahead of me there's traffic three yeah. lanes of traffic and we're not moving at all and we're there for about 45 more minutes and then i feel the cramps in my stomach oh the cramp they've done the gurgling noises oh yeah and i suddenly feel the urge to evacuate <laughs> and i don't know if anyone has been in that situation before but there's there's no way to go there's no there, you there, there, you can't leave the car mm. and mm-hmm. you're stuck there so i and it was painful i don't even ever felt the need to yeah, to, yeah. to go and you can't but it's really oh. can i yeah. ask what car yeah. were you in as well i was in a porsche 911 little say, humble brags no I i'm joking <laughs> you, you, never brag. you I, asked me the question I, uh, I, I actually brag on your behalf i've mentioned your jaguar like 10 times now and you're so humble uh, about it but i'm just like yeah you're a jaguar <laughs> drop that one in there again <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm painting you out to be this egotistical man I know. Oh, which you're so lovely materialistic twat <laughs> but yeah I've got no kids. <laughs> so I'm in the car and it's painful. And I'm like, I, I, I now have to wind, I turn up the volume to, to make sure that my, uh, my groaning noises aren't heard by the other cars in the, you know, in the, in the traffic. Yeah. Which lane were you in as well? I was in the outside lane. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that the, meant to be the fast lane. Mm-hmm. And then we start going for, we go, we move on a bit. At, I'm only about like hundred yards and we stop again. And this time it's it's danger. I'm I'm panting, and then the, the, the you put car... the hazard signals on. <laughs> no, no, I'm st- no, I couldn't move. The, the, the steam is rising in the car, yeah. so oh. now I've got a shield, and that is when I think I've I've got to go. I've, Now's my chance. You've got to go. So... You've got to go. So I was looking around the car, and I thought, well, I can't just. You know, this has got leather seats, for heaven's sake. I mean, they are white clean, but they're leather anyway. So I look around, and I, and thankfully, for some reason. Uh, behind the passenger seat, there is a carrier bag. <laughs> Waitrose, I'm not cheap. And I think to myself, you know what? I'm going to have to shit in my car. I'm not even, there's no two ways about it. So I'm I'm not even joking. I increased the volume a bit more. And it's a small space in the, yeah. in the driver's side. So I, I kind of so shimmy my way to the front of the seat, a leather seat. And I pull down my own trousers, trying to navigate the foot pedals, and I maneuver the bag under my buttock area. And oh my God, I let out a cry like Babylon. I don't know. It was just, Wah! but the relief 
and and the sound oh. of shit oh hitting a plastic bag. Music to your ears. Was music. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not even going, bum, 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 And it was like, oh, it was so good. The relief was good. I thought, ah, oh, thank God, at least. And then I thought, actually, now I've got a dilemma number two. because <laughs> Number two. <laughs> thank you very much. I thought, how, how do I wipe? Because you can't just put my text back on. It can't. No, well, I've got a few more questions. Oh, if you don't yes. mind me to interject. First of all, uh, some carrier bags have little holes in the bottom. Was that one of those? Do you know what? I'd be honest, that was not my concern at that moment. Okay. I didn't check for the holes. <laughs> all I needed to do was I, I just did, I knew I didn't want to shit my trousers and sit in it. Reasonable, mm. reasonable. I didn't yeah, want to yeah. sit shit on the, 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 the floor where the pedals are. Can you imagine driving that? Oh. <laughs> Brake and all that. Getting stuck in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, Great and, sound effects. And if you think about it, a Waitrose carry bag is a very, very good quality. Durable. Yeah, it's not, it's not your co-op shit. Have you had a bad experience in co-op by any chance? The, the I, way you said that was like, you know. Do you know what? Do, I'll be honest. During lockdown, the only bad experience I had in a supermarket was when I went to Waitrose and they'd run out of flour. So I found myself in co-op, <laughs> I know. And I said to the girl, do you have any flour? And she kind of did a, a look around everyone. She went, wait there, I might have run around the back. What? So she went off around the back and brought me contraband. No way. Did she, did she have a, under a jacket and just like That's pulled brilliant. it out of it the jacket right, yeah. and handed yeah. to you? You gave her the cash, Looking like this. cash and hands <laughs> yeah. sort of. So I bought that and, and it wasn't inflated price wise, right? I thought this is really good. Mm. And then I noted they were selling masks, like surgical masks. So I thought I'd buy a few of those. So how much are they? 10 pounds. Oh, right. So you stung wow. me with a fucking mask. That yeah. Oh, the bitch. Just, you know, the surgical disposable ones. Yeah. 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 10 pounds. Yeah. Suck you with the flower. Was it multiple? It was masks. a multiple pack. But yes. still, still. But still. I feel like nobody should be making a profit of masks. Absolutely. Mm. That's what I mm. think. It's preach. Yeah, hell yeah. If you know any shops that are selling masks at an inflated prices, name and shame. That's what I say. Name and bloody shame. Anyway, back to my story. So you've got a shit situation going on. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And of course, now, what does one do? Does one wipe? So I thought, no, I can't wipe. And then I looked around the car again. I don't know how you guys travel, but in my car, thankfully, I've got lots of tat. And in the back seat, was a scarf, cashmere. So oh, I no. thought, wow. Not anything about the cashmere? <laughs> it is very, very soft on my skin. So I'm assuming, assuming it'll work great on the anus. Oh, I'm sure it'd be heavenly, yeah. Heavenly. So I, and it was a brown, gray color. <laughs> so I <laughs> no used the clean. scarf. I'm Before sorry, this is so, it's embarrassing. So I kind of maneuvered myself mm -hmm. and cleared up, you know, the, the, the dingleberries, I think they call them. That were hanging around. Never, never heard it, but have you not heard? Like when they have first time for everything. Little bits of shit hanging off a oh, dog's bum. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I see. Dingleberries. I've never called it that. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Yeah. The cameraman's nodding at least. Yeah, he of course. Yeah. So then it, and because it, I, don't, I can't remember what I'd eaten, but the 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 the, the stool was rather soft, mm. so uh, it kind of was quite easy to to get rid of. And nice. I put it in the carry bag. And I tied the, a knot in the carry bag and I put it in the footwell by the passion seat, pulled my trousers up, and I was like, this is heaven. You're on top of the world. And so, <laughs> I, and nobody's known, nobody's known because my windows are steamed up. I yeah. I've just made a, a, a bloody, because the last time, sorry, I digress. I remember this. I was driving back in a minivan with some friends to do a gig. 
and uh, we're on the M4 motorway coming back into London. And one of my friends, a girl, was in the back, back seat and she said, oh, can we stop the minivan? I need to have a piss. And we're on the motorway and the, and the guy goes, well, come on. So the guy, the driver pulls off on the motorway and my friend, this girl, uh, goes towards the, the verge, the grass verge. Mm-hmm. And it's got a bit of a, uh, of a drop. So she walks backwards towards mm-hmm. the grass so she can watch the traffic going by oh, in case anyone yeah. sees her. Yeah. And then she pulls her knickers down. And then as she starts pitting, she must have tripped on something or misplaced her footing because she fell over backwards. And it was like watching a urinary Catherine wheel. <laughs> Just going down the bank. This thing. And we howled. Oh my God. We laughed at this woman. Sounds and like that, a sprinkler. It was like a sprinkler. Like, <laughs> and this poor girl came back from... The, none of us left the, the van to pick up, go and look no, for her. She comes climbs back up, all bits of dirt in her hair, you know, seething. And she comes into the, the minivan and no one can say a word. It's yeah. so embarrassing. <laughs> so my saving grace with my story is I was on my own, mm-hmm. right? So we start mm-hmm. moving along and then the traffic starts easing. Right, nice. and then we start merging into one lane, mm. and then I see what's happened. It's now a police cordon. It's a oh, car check. No, so I'm thinking, oh, this better just go smoothly. I get to the front of the the cordon. Yeah, the so policeman knocks on my window. <laughs> Still steamed up at this steamed point. Steamed up, <laughs> and I'm and I wipe it to show my little face, and I go no, and he goes yes, <laughs> and I go no. <laughs> And he goes, wind the window down. And I go, no. And he went, wind the window down, sir. I wound the window down. And I swear to God, (laughs) it was about one in the morning. What looked like a plume of smoke (laughs) left the car into his face. And it was like watching a scene out of the Matrix. He was just like, (laughs) and sort of moved backwards in slow motion <laughs> as this waft of my sweaty, <laughs> shitty asshole hit him in the face. And then he, the, I was just mortified, thinking, oh, he probably thinks I've got, you know, it's, it's some kind of strand of cannabis. But, and he was just like, he held onto his mouth and nose and just said, keep going, sir, keep going. And so I just drove off. And then as I drove off, I wound both windows down and I started laughing, just like like a mad yeah, person yeah. myself, thinking, oh, yeah. I've got away with that. And how, oh, I, I can't I can't tell anybody this story. And I can't imagine having to explain that police, can, anyway. And so we start, now start getting into London about a couple of hours later. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, I've still got a bag of shit in this car. <laughs> Were you going home? Yeah, I was going home after the gig. And I thought, what am I gonna do now? So I thought, okay. <laughs> Please don't judge me. So, uh, I pull. <laughs> you know we're going to judge you if you uh, open with that. I go down this street, and it's quite a, a residential street, quite quiet. Mm. And and I pull up on the side of the street, and uh, on the uh, just park up because I see a bin, and it's one of those bins that look like letterboxes. Yeah. So it's got the hole yeah. in, not yeah, in the top, okay. in the side. Yep. So I think to myself, I'm look around, a couple of lights on. Don't want to get out of the car. So I reached down into the footwell of the car and I, and like I wind the window down and I thought, I'm going to chuck this <laughs> into the bin. <laughs> I've never chucked anything in a bin. Yeah, from a distance, there's no way this is going in. From a seating position anyway. No. And then through I a thought, window as well. Through a window of the car, right? 
So I counted to three, and that's what I can do. I went one, <laughs> two, three, and I lobbed this bag, and I watched it miss the opening, <laughs> hit the side of the bin, and splatter open. No. And watched my shitty Waitrose bag with my body excrement slide down off the side of a bin. I was mortified. I thought, well, I've got two options now, because my DNA's in that. Oh, yeah, they might right? check it. They could check, because oh, yeah. it doesn't look like, you know, a little mm. dog bag of uh, excreta. No, no dog it's... shitting into a waitress bag. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> clever, clever dog. Where, where, do you go, where does your dog do the uh, shopping? Does it go to Tesco's, or does your dog go to, you know, Sainsbury's? Because my, my dog goes to, I think, M&F's. And I, you know, each dog to their own. <laughs> and, and I drove off. At high speed, leaving it there. Of course, it's up very high speed in a Porsche 911. Shall we? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, I Shit didn't drive by. I never thought I would mention it in public, and that's why it's been a few years now. Because mm. I didn't want, you know, there to be a, like a something in the local paper of that area, you know, the Gazette yeah. or whatever, or the local bugle <laughs> saying that. Does anyone? Does anyone see a man with, <laughs> with bad aiming? <laughs> Hurl a bag of shit towards a bin. There's not many people who do that as well. That's my story. That, wow. Thank you so much. Because that's an exclusive, <laughs> that's a Stephen K. Amos exclusive yeah. on the podcast. See, I'm wondering, why didn't you go to The Verge? Because I was in the, I was in the outer lane. Oh, but good question. I was in you the, can oh, change lanes. Not with that much listen, traffic. I, I, oh, you were like I, literally... The, the traffic stuck. was at a standstill. We wow. were not moving. And I was the only one in my car. <laughs> And it would have meant me getting out of the car, bearing in mind I didn't have any toilet paper, mm. getting out of my car to the full view of all the others, crossing three lanes. They'd know exactly what I was going to do. If it was just a little wee, yeah. I probably would have done that. But Or in a bottle. If, you're, or if, a you're, bottle. if, you, only, if you only need yeah. a wee, yeah. oh, a bottle yeah. is fine. Yeah. But then, <laughs> oh. And it was so painful. I, I knew that if I attempted to get out of the car, I probably wouldn't even make it across the road. Yeah. That is the fanciest <laughs> shit in a car I think anyone's ever done. Yeah, I mean, it, it was terrible because I had to throw those trousers away as well. Oh, really? There yes. was no saving those? No. You lost the trousers. Well, oh. only because I... I, I well, <laughs> I thought everything got in the bag. Oh. <laughs> was there a bit of leakage at the end? <laughs> Seepage, I think Seepage. you'll find. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really sorry for the listeners because that is not... But, but the, when Rob uh, asked me uh, um, and Pete asked me, I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell a story that I'm genuinely mortified about. Well, I think I think the story is right at home with the tone of the podcast. And yeah, um, mm. so many stories where um, I've thrown up on, on Maslan Wall when I was 16 years old uh, and stuff like this. And I think the the listener story that I submitted also has a similar theme. So I'm oh. liking I'm liking mm. where yours yeah. has gone and been. Thank you. I, I mean, I do. I would do now recommend uh, anyone else who's going on any long journeys to have in your car certain supplies. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, number one being some toilet paper, yeah, uh, some uh, fresh handy wipes, wet wipes, I'd uh, say wet as well. wipes, wet yeah. wipes, are and really a potty. Good. Uh, that's uh, a potty with a lid. That's what. Not even for your children. <laughs> yeah, or a nappy. Oh yeah, just wear a nappy. Just wear a nappy. If in doubt, wear a nappy all the time. Wear a nappy out. 
Nice. Oh, kind of a little rhyme in there. That could be a t-shirt. I like it. I like it. Um, But thank you so much. Uh, An exclusive. (laughs) Uh, You're not going to message me in a few days time, are you? Being like, Rob. Don't put that out. (laughs) Don't put that out. Probably. But I think you did a great job of uh, describing it. And uh, if you get a chance to listen to a few of the other episodes, um, you'll realize there's a few things we've said or done in our lives that... Equally as bad. So you're mm. in good company right now. Oh, good, good. And also, when you say bad, I think bad's a harsh word. Ha- because the story's harmless. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's harmless, <laughs> but I would say it's it's one of those, it, it was a necessity at that time. Mm-hmm. And my question would be to any listeners, what would you do in that situation? In the fact that, mm. you know, Pete, you just said, why didn't I go to the verge? Yeah. I think I may have explained why I couldn't. Yeah, completely. So yeah. I'm going to throw that to you. What would you have done in that situation? Exactly the same thing. I think you absolutely actually hit the nail on the head there. I think I think you really dealt with it like a, a champ, a real yeah. pro, like a man who's done this before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you have done? What would I have done? Yeah. Um, so first of all, I think I've, I've been in similar situations where my stomach has hurt so bad before. So I think I would have realized those warning signs and acted sooner if possible. Uh, sooner if possible, because you said uh, you were in the fast lane, presumably to try to get home faster. I am an idiot. Obviously, <laughs> that's what you do no, in the fast I, I, lane. No, I wanted to check into a hotel. <laughs> as far as the fast lane. So I think I think I would have uh, maybe tried to uh, tried to pull over in a lay by as soon as the first urge goes on, especially knowing mm. that motorways traffic. But then again, it was late at night. You don't expect the traffic. I did not expect the traffic. It was a series yeah, of unexpected, unfortunate, exactly. and unexpected Curl. events. So. I just, I, well, I'm, I'm not going to say what I would have done. I just want to say shit happens and you deal with it and you deal with it and you move on and you tell it later in life and you've got an amazing story from it. Shop at Waitrose so you don't get the bags with the holes in it so you're safe to shit in your car. Yeah. Yeah. That was really safe. That, that really saved your ass. And, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the cashmere soft? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Heavenly. You haven't, yeah. you haven't gone back since, have you? The, 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 the cashmere? Yeah. Oh, what? I don't, I don't use toilet paper anymore. Just, just, just cashmere. Just scarves. Flossing. Yeah. <laughs> Reusable as well, at least. Gorgeous. There is that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I do apologize to the residents of XX Street. Do you think you, you could have done anything differently there? Oh, yeah. Now you know what you know. Mm. Uh, no, Old honestly, reason. because I didn't. Mm. I didn't expect the, the. I didn't. I. I had planned the journey. Yeah. It was meant to be take two and a half to three hours. Mm-hmm. I was ready an hour into the journey, and I didn't. And we. It was like five or six years ago. So by the time we, the traffic was there, it was solid. Yeah. And if anyone's been well, the poo. In, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's been in, in, you know, that much traffic, and because I didn't know what had happened, mm. you know, I was trying to figure out was it has that been an accident? But there are no blue flashing lights. Is anyone I got further up that I could see was like a like a cordon of some yeah. sort? Yeah. And it's like yeah. and at that point Very random as well, and very much unfortunate of all nights for that to happen on it, it was that night. But I'm a little bit glad <sighs> it was that night. A little bit thankful that it was that night because here you are now with us sharing it. So thank you very much for your story. An exclusive uh, and a great story. Hilarious. Lots of laughs. Oh, thank you. I I hope nobody is scarred by that. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late for that. Um, (laughs) And to make the emotional scarring even worse, we have a story from a listener, which Pete is going to tell. Yeah, that's right. We've actually got a story someone has sent in, Rob. How exciting. They wish to remain anonymous. Yep. Understandably. So... 
When I was 20, I backpacked in India for a few months. I'd just been to see the Taj Mahal and was walking back to the hotel when I came across a small jewellery shop. I went in and decided to buy my girlfriend at the time a small gift. Very sweet. Hmm, Really sweet. With the sale complete, the shopkeeper smiled and said, when I make a sale, I have a small tradition. Underneath the counter, where all the jewellery was, he undid a small latch that suddenly flipped the counter surface to reveal every manner of smoking paraphernalia you can think of, all neatly clipped in just like jewellery. Sounds a bit like a a James Bond villain, like I've been expecting you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) high tech. Out of one of the clips, he slid something that he'd made earlier and asked if I would join him. Many hours later, it was dark outside and the shop was filled with smoke. Feeling dizzy by this point and getting paranoid, I decided it was time to leave. I left and closed the shop door. As I turned into the noisy, busy streets of Agra, I was overwhelmed. I stumbled as best I could in the general direction of my hotel. I, I can imagine if he's just come out of that shop and he's been there, I think he's gone in there when it's like daylight, mm-hmm. come out when it's dark. Probably, he didn't say what you're smoking, but it's just, we can make educated guesses here. Mm-hmm. He's probably pretty mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. And he comes out, to the busy, bustling street. In the distance, I could make out a shining light coming closer with an increasingly loud beep. With my slow reaction times, I jumped out of the way of a motorbike, slipped on something, and fell chest deep in what felt like a warm liquid. Ooh. Ooh, God. I was so out of it, and I couldn't see much but blurry streetlights. But I could hear lots of laughter as I clambered out of this channel I found myself in. I looked down, and to my horror, I realized I was covered chest deep in human feces. Ooh, human. Human. What street was this? Uh, in India. <laughs> I think it's in India. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? For some, for some unknown reason, it made sense to me to knock on the house that was closest to this sewage channel. A middle-aged man answered the door. Oh my goodness, he said. And in an act of kindness, he let me in. I remember... I just want to say, I wouldn't. If a man covered in shit came to yeah. my door. No. No. Yeah. And worse so, if you realise you've fallen into a sewage channel. Yeah. And then you knock on someone's door. That's, that is not, no. That is, <laughs> that's either a clever burglar or, yeah. <laughs> or a really, really dumb move. Yeah. Well, a committed burglar because he was covered in shit. <laughs> his his jewellery that he's bought for his girlfriend's also covered in shit. Let's oh, not forget. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, in, his act of, in, an act, in an act of kindness, he let me in and led me through to an open hallway and a central courtyard where he had a hose and told me to stand there. As I was being hosed down, I could see his family in the room over eating their evening meal <laughs> as their family's poo was once again washed away into the drains beneath my feet. The mother looked over at me and gave me a dirty look as her children's poo slowly washed away. <laughs> so I find this extraordinary. It's as though... She say that it's the children's poo, mm. so and he's got a, a courtyard with a hose, like it's happened before. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. It's, it's happened once, and he's like, okay, we need to build a courtyard in case yeah. it happens again. Also, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> but if a man was being hosed down next to me while I'm chowing down on a dinner that my mum has slaved away on all day, I probably would be like, sorry, mum, not feeling it. Yeah, but then surely it's the dad's fault. You know, he knows that they're they're having dinner. The dad should should have just said, give it 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least, at least. Sorry, mate, do you Uh, mind lingering with my children's shit on you for a minute or two? (laughs) 
I wouldn't go there if I were you. <laughs> Maybe the food's just that bad. That's a really good point. Maybe the dad, the husband, knows his wife's cooking is so terrible that he's making a point. And after expressing my deepest thanks to the father, I left the house and headed the best I could to get to my hotel. I walked through the hotel lobby, soaking wet and stinking of shit. I got a few stairs, but that was nothing compared to what I had to go through covered in that man's family's poo. I got back to my room and slung shut the big metal door of my room and laid on my bed, taking a deep breath. As I was slowly falling asleep after a long day, I could hear a noise. It sounded like a squeaking door, but then I heard it again, this time louder and longer. I thought, that's strange. Who would close their door for that long and so slowly? And then there it was again, even louder. I got up and put my ear to the door and it sounded so close. I decided to open the door and immediately leapt back to safety of my bed. For on shutting the door, I had injured the wing of a gigantic bat and it was now clawing its way across the floor towards me as it screamed out again. The image in my head is amazing right now. This is a person I will never go on holiday with. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm getting. (laughs) Yes, because surely if you have come back to your hotel and you know you're reeking of another family's uh, excrement and waste, Hmm. the first thing you do is jump in the shower. Thank you. I was not jump on your bed. I was thinking it, didn't want to say it, but now you mention it, I'm with you. And now conveniently, Mm. you know, um, he's beginning to hallucinate and now there's a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Bat in his his cupboard, I think he's trying to say as well. Behind the door, behind the uh, the door. Because when he put his ear to the door, Mm -hmm. he was like, that eking noise sounds very close. So he goes to open the door to see what's beyond the door, closes the door on the bat, injures the bat's wing, and then wow. the bat is now clawing its way towards him. Eking! <laughs> <laughs> Did do bats eek? Is that, is that a well, thing? According to this, yeah, I'm not sure. This, this is the man we've already established has got a drug Cannot problem. Cannot be trusted. So let's not take his... He probably thinks cows go, Hello! <laughs> They, they don't. <laughs> oh, it's you, is it? It's your friend. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Already shaken up by the motorbike, smokes and poo, I remember shaking with adrenaline as I kept repeating to myself, oh my fucking God. The bat edged closer from the door and screamed at me again. This bat was fucking huge. Somehow, I managed to pluck up the courage to edge close to the door and eventually managed to sprint past the injured bat and leg it to the rooftop cafe. Distressed and still in my poo-smelling wet clothes, I grabbed one of the waiters and kept repeating, there's a bat in my room. You have to get it out. There's a huge bat in my room. I've injured him, but he's fucking angry. Please help. (laughs) The waiter insisted, this hotel has no history of bats and kept asking me, are you sure there was a bat that I saw? I was adamant. But the waiter still gathered two others of the table staff and one of them even brought a net. No bats. Who's in it? <laughs> easy, too easy. Isn't it? <laughs> Very silly, Rob. Sorry. I actually, you know, in front of a comedian saying that joke, I feel more shame than that West Ham shirt. <laughs> Good. Okay. My life has hit rock bottom today. <laughs> With the bat net, we slowly crept down the staircase to the next floor where my room was. The door was at the end of the corridor. It's that door, I said, as we edged closer to the room. One of the waiters slowly opened the metal door. Nothing. There was nothing in the room. I was relieved, but also thought, where the hell is this massive 
angry, injured bat. He can't have clawed far. Where that bat went is one of my biggest mysteries of life. <laughs> I guess I will never know. <laughs> I think there were my theory, two theories. Uh, you can tell me which one you prefer. Theory number one is that there was a bat. He went down to the reception or to the bar staff and said, there's a bat in my room. They knew there was a bat in his room or they're like, oh shit, we do have a bat problem. So underneath the table, they've got a little thing. They've got a button to alert somebody to the bat. Somebody yeah. goes, clears the bat. They all go together thinking, Haha, we know the bat's not there, but, <laughs> but he thinks there's a bat. And then the, obviously they've cleared the bat up. So they're like, okay, get the Batman, get the Batman and uh, get, get rid of the bats. Um, or... It's a prequel to Batman, and uh, <laughs> and this guy who emails in is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Which do you prefer? <laughs> I, I personally prefer none of those. I th I think this man is clearly disturbed because <laughs> let's break it down. Let's break it down. It, as you are in distress and you are entering a room with a big metal door, presumably what you see in front of you is a big metal door. Mm. If there is a huge bat with the wingspan of say pete uh fucking hell then you wouldn't miss spend. that would you not a chance you wouldn't miss it especially if it's going eek, <laughs> which is very unusual for bats How, so, um, uh, what's your bat noise um you had a good chicken noise earlier oh my, my, my yeah, you have put me on the spot my 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 bat noise is this robin <laughs> come here there's more to do. Uh, I regret asking the question. I actually regret it. And I'm crying oh, with shame. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sure this, this person is, because there's a lot of elements to this story, you see, mm. that kind of suggests that this person maybe smoked too much. You know what I mean? From, yeah. from yeah. saying, you yeah. know, <laughs> I challenge any of us around this table to say, oh, look, there's a big blight coming towards me. Oh, it's a car or it's a mode of transport. Well, get out of the middle of the street. Yeah. What are you doing? It's quite easy to do. Yeah. I've been yeah. there many times before oh, and survived. I've, oh, look, there is a, a flowing open sewer. Let me not fall in that. <laughs> Great. Quite easy. Oh, let me do a lovely thing and buy some jewels for my girlfriend. Oh, here's a random man offering me something to smoke, which may make me buy more jewels. No, thank you, Mr. Man. I'll oh, go. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm surprised. Get into your room, have a shower straight away. So is the moral of the story, don't take drugs from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they've got an ice cream van. <laughs> what do you think the moral of the story is, Pete? Yeah, I mean, maybe try and tone it back a little bit. I think that's, I think you are right with what you're saying. Like he smoked way too much. I think it's roughly what has happened. But I think it's been exaggerated. Yes. I think maybe he didn't fall in a sewage drain. Maybe he fell in a puddle. Exactly. Maybe it wasn't a bat. Maybe it was a moth. Oh, so <laughs> I everything's, like that. everything's exacerbated. I like yeah. that. Yeah. His mind's just yeah. blowing, blowing it, it all out of proportion. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't, he didn't even go to a family's house. <laughs> maybe it was just in a public shower. Maybe it rained. This man, this man hosed me down. Mate, it's raining. <laughs> I had mushrooms in Amsterdam once. I oh, went wow. to go and see a live band. And I swear to God, I'm watching this live band. And there's a, the, one, the bass guitarist had like, Big, kind of like you, sort of big sideburns mm. and a bit of a beard and a sort of handlebar moustache. And in front of my eyes, this man turned into a walrus. I'm not <laughs> even joking. I was howling. This noise came out of my face that I've never heard before. And I was like, 
And the people around me started to move further away. And as I'm pointing at this, my hand turned into a snake. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, have, you, have you seen that on the What experience? There? It's a snake and it's tongue, it's forked tongue on the left. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Is two cables. Mm. It's made of records oh, yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's a snake made out of records. Little King Cobra. Mm. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. I think Han did it. Nice one. So we had a few theories of that story, but we didn't have any sort of morals or any actually actual learnings aside from don't take drugs from strangers. Yeah, that's a mm. big moral, really. That's more, that's that's more the, of a rule. I feel like I should go without moral. saying, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you'd be surprised how many people, I mean, how many people, let's be honest, we're all adults around here, mm. have been out in, you know, the West End of London or whatever, and somebody offers you something and you're in that kind of state. You take it, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've heard people take it. I, yeah. I, I heard as well. I but most people will trust their regular source or whatever. But it's mm. very common mm. to. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely been there. Yeah. So yeah. Let's let's try get another uh, let's try get another moral out of this story then. Oh, and um, uh, okay. When I was growing up, probably before your era, guys, mm. we were taught something called the Green Cross Code, mm. which is to look, listen, and then react. So look uh, where you're going. Yeah, yeah, we had look that. left and right. So mm -hmm. therefore, if you see a, a bright light coming towards you, you know, you've got to be careful. Yeah. You know, when, look where you're going. You yes. know, if you see what looks like an open sewer next to you, <laughs> be careful. Yeah. Look and listen. Yeah. What was the last one? Look, look, listen, and... I can't remember, to be honest. <laughs> How do we not remember <laughs> this? Look, look, listen, and... Learn. Learn. Yeah. Look, is it? No. no. Yeah, what is it? Look, I mean, listen, I can't and believe laugh. You, you, you've said it. You, you look, said listen, it. love. And um, look, live, laugh, love. Look. Clunk, click every trip. Listen. And. <laughs> okay, so what's come, what's come up on Google? Look, listen, and feel for breathing. <laughs> um, look, listen, and feel. Look, listen, and take heed. Well, that's oh. a good one. Look, listen, and take heed. Let's, let's, go, though, let's go for that. Uh, well, thank you for, um, I won't say the individual's name, but thank you for that story. And yeah, Pete, thank you very well so read, much. I must say. Oh. I must say. Thank you. Um, I'd like to say the same, Pete. Yeah, a stellar, you know, a stellar I'd like job. to. <laughs> uh, you just left me hey. hanging. <laughs> I have an idea for you. Oh, yes. Uh, mm. I have a little proposition Oh yeah, I'm single, so good. Oh, uh, not quite that, but uh, maybe. Uh, oh, no, this, listen to you. It's a bigger idea than that. This is a really big idea. I've really been thinking this through, right? Yeah. So obviously, um, you were supposed to be touring the world this year, and yeah. I mean, now here you are with us. Yeah. Coronavirus had affected us all mm. drastically. How's that feel? Uh, how, yeah, how's that feel for, for starters? Well, I've got to say, <laughs> you know, co co comedy comedy has a way of bringing you up to dizzy heights and then bringing you crashing back down to earth. Mm. You yeah, know, I'm in Hackney Wick in a lovely, lovely uh, record store, uh, vinyl, I should say as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sitting here with you two. So comedy has really, really taught well, me how to go back to basics. Yeah. Yeah. The crash was hard then. Oh my God, it's burning. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you a pint in a second. But the idea I had yes. is obviously you're going to recommence your live tours. Hopefully. Right, in 2021. Yeah. Across the UK and Australia. And the world. And the world. Oh. I'm supposed to be in LA right now doing a sick Are you? We tried to look well. up tour dates, but after West Ham calamity, I'm glad I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, but so, so obviously you're supposed to be in LA touring the world. Um, Pete and I would like to offer you that we could open up your show with a live recording of a podcast. We could be the opening act, warm up 
warm the audience up, then you come out and then you blow them away. We've moistened them up and then you really get them going. We lock, not, you lock them down. Which is what I'm offering, you know. We warm them up. You're, you're offering me... For free. For me to for give free. you... To, to give back to you for doing this. Well, I mean, you're looking at it all wrong, I think. Oh, you explain some more, Pete. <laughs> explain no, the, explain yeah, the no. benefit of this to me. Well, well. Okay, yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love how hard you were going to try to find something, but there is there is nothing. But um, you don't have to give us an answer now, of course. Yep, yeah, sleep on it. Yeah. Oh, slept. Um, <laughs> he even closed his eyes, guys. He even closed his eyes. How about what we do? We um, we play out this episode, and then I introduce you. So the audience listen to it. They like it. They get to know who you are. Yeah. Then I bring you two out, and we have a, a quick version of this. Like a little short story. I would, we would love yeah, that. We would love story. that. Have, okay. you, have you enjoyed yourself, though, today? Truthfully, no. <laughs> um, well, at least he's honest. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like. Honesty is. If a there good was something trait. sharp in this room, I would. I think I'd run towards it. It's been joyous. <laughs> of course, it's been joyous. There's a gun pointing at my face. It's been. Well, don't tell them that. Amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad that you, you enjoyed yourself. Um, thank you, and thank you so much, so for, much. for coming on. Um, but no, I, I think. Um, you know, what do you have coming up for, for you now? Is there anything you well, would like to plug? The things are, well, the only things I can plug that I know are definite are I'll be this touring. <laughs> touring. Yeah, this podcast comes out. Mm. Uh, I've, 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 on um, Audible, those platforms, I have a, um, a, a, a series that I recorded, um, which is uh, interview shows with lots of people. I also have um, uh, a stand-up show that's also on there. I also did... Uh, 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 an audio version of my book is oh, on nice. there. What's the title uh, of your book? If they the want title is, I used to say my mother was Shirley Bassey. It's very funny. <laughs> nice. Uh, I also have, um, uh, uh, oh, I've, oh, I recorded a DVD in um, March in London. And oh, uh, awesome. it's meant to be out now, but uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> watch this space. Um, and if you do see me wander around the streets, um, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him a waitrose back. Um, but yeah, thank you again. I what think, have you got coming up? Well, what do we have coming up? Uh, well, this. Well, yeah, more podcast episodes, more mm-hmm. guests, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we will probably have a few more friends on. Whoever Whoever's on the podcast next week has a fucking tough act to follow. <laughs> whoever's on. Whoever's on. Is that open bracket, whoever's available? Whoever's available. <laughs> which one of our friends uh, is willing to do it? Maybe Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> have you got a story you want to share with the globe? <laughs> no, what do we have coming up? Um, it's it's mainly, mainly work things. Um, hopefully travel opens up again because... Um, my work very much we we sort of go around the world filming cool videos and stuff so i kind of miss that a lot mm. um pete you're doing a lot of programming you're maybe looking to lo- move to london and stuff so yeah yeah um really quite exciting, quite exciting times but we're yeah. gonna put a lot of effort into this podcast and really refine it get the content uh nailed on and then work out how we can get listeners and build it up to be a bigger thing so i was joking about opening for you we are the smallest fish in the pond and you <laughs> are a great white shark well said Rob. um <laughs> But we're honoured to have you on. And guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Give them a little kiss. Of course. Tradition. Oh, that was so sweet. Tradition. Would you care to? Well, from a kiss from you. Dinner first. Dinner first. Pour me a drink first. <laughs> oh, we should give up, big up this the, where we are. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm. Um, which we're at the, the vinyl, vinyl pimp. 
A huge, huge thank you to Han for letting us use this space. It's, it's been awesome. incredible. And so have you. you. You'll see all the pictures on Instagram. It's all in this uh, record shop. Mm. Um, and it's uh, such an awesome venue. And we'll put some pictures on Instagram. We should also thank Lily Bracken for doing our art. Yeah, so we've got new new cover art. Uh, and Lily has drawn our faces uh, to put on the art on the art cover of the podcast. And it looks sweet. What's her, looks what's really her Instagram? Cool. Do you know? Her Instagram. Um, I'll, I'll post it on Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't remember. It's like at Lily Bracken Art, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, again, and our Instagrams, we've already plugged, but at Live to Tail the Tail is completely incorrect. It's at Live to Tail on Instagram, <laughs> at Live to Tail on Twitter, and at Live and Live to Tail. Fucking hell, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Live to Tail at gmail.com. That is the end of the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you so much for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.